0: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow. here to tell you about my Giza Dream Bed Sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. This is Renegade Talk
1: Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. All right. All right, I'm having some gallows humor before I start the transmission. I'm just getting all my news sorted out. I'm talking to the crew a little bit, <laughs> and I mean, folks, we've we've just we've reached ludicrous speed at this point. Okay, uh, happy, happy International Transgender Day of Visibility. Did you know it? Did you know it? Wouldn't you know it? It is the transgender, the international. Transgender Day of Visibility right now. It's funny, though, because there's, there's some parts of the planet, there's some communities out there that don't really do the whole transgender gay thing, like Ukraine, oddly enough. Yet uh, the same people that promote this at the loudest they possibly can are the ones that also support those parts of the world that wouldn't support an International Transgender Day of Visibility. But that's neither here nor there. I'm just having a hilarious laughter session because it's being promoted by every major Democrat entity today, the International Transgender Day of Visibility. I mean, this is just hilarious. (laughs) I mean, come on, man. And I mean, it's the gift that keeps on giving. But we'll have more of that coming up. Here's something that's not so funny. Remember what you've heard about those nose swab tests and, and things that were on them that, that could be uh, bad for your health, and then it turned out that they were taking DNA samples from those as well? Well, even more has come out about this now, and Poison Control is issuing a warning. Uh, listen to this local news report on what they found out about the nose antigen tests.
2: 60 million people who are receiving those free government-issued at-home COVID tests. The extraction tube in many of the kits includes a chemical that can be harmful or even deadly. It's colorless, Mm. tasteless, odorless. It's a powder that's found in things like airbags and pest control solutions. Maya Belay from our Cleveland station checks in with poison control for a look at the potential dangers.
3: Ohio poison control centers are sounding the alarm surrounding a liquid substance called sodium azide found in some at-home COVID testing kits that could be toxic to children as well as adults if used incorrectly. Our toxicology community has been both surprised that this was the ingredient in some of the kits and also concerned. We have seen exposures in all age groups. The Drunken and Poison Information Center at Cincinnati Children's Hospital reports an increase in calls to their hotline related to accidental exposure to the substance. Our nearly 40 exposures were reported there, and the problem is nationwide. We are one of 55 poison control centers, and nationwide other poison centers have been reporting a similar finding, and there have been more than a couple of hundred exposures nationwide to sodium azide and test kits. Doctors advise parents to keep the kids out of reach of children, and when testing children for COVID at home, to make sure they are supervised in order to avoid any adverse side effects from exposure.
1: Sodium azide can be toxic to humans, to animals, uh, and things that it can cause that
4: we would wanna look out for would be like low blood pressure, Weakness, fatigue, people passing out.
3: If an accident occurs, call the nearest poison control center. The dose makes the poison and the dose of sodium azide in these kits is very small and the exposures that we have seen has been a small amount of that. Experts say following instructions is key. Some adults actually end up using the potentially harmful substance to swab their nose because they didn't follow directions. Nicole?
1: Well, well, well. It seems like uh, another side effect from the COVID madness. The COVID madness. What is is it? What what is the next madness we're going to see? I mean, are they going to, like, drop an alien race out of a cardboard spaceship, like, walking around in a paper mache outfit? Like, look, it's an alien. I mean, this is ridiculous. Transgender day of visibility. People dipping a test swab into a thing of poison. Yes, that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all. There's nothing more. Hello on this March 31st, 2022, this Thursday, this International Transgender Day of Visibility. And every local Democrat county and commissioner and judge and Teacher and everybody else is promoting today the International Transgender Day of Visibility. Never heard of this one before, but just overwhelmed with local news reports and national news reports and Democrat Party accounts and our own Justice Department. Merrick Garland has even released a whole statement. Wow. We're no longer a serious country. We're a joke country. This is a clown world. And I am your host, Owen Troyer of the InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. Hmm. What is the biggest clown world aspect of today? Okay, it's International Transgender Day of Visibility, whatever that means. Yeah, are they going to be giving us the the old peep show? The old trench jacket flash dance? What are you doing to empower trans individuals on this day of their empowerment? What are you doing to pay it forward on this day, this International Transgender Day of <laughs> Visibility? I can't take it, man. I can't. I just can't. It's, it's, it's too much. <laughs> you, you guys really have done it. You have really put us into the clown world. That's not even it, though. That's not even the one. This is an actual headline from CNN yesterday. A far-right battalion has a key role in Ukraine's resistance.
5: Hmm.
1: Hmm. It's neo-Nazi history (laughs) has been exploited by Putin. Oh, my gosh. So CNN now publicly supports Nazis in their own admission. There it is. This is like a historic moment. You take the picture with the headline from that historic day. On this historic transgender day of visibility. Sorry, I have to look down at my cue card here. I can't remember it. It's so outrageous. I have CNN being pro-far-right Nazi groups in Ukraine because I guess they're going against Russia. I mean, folks, this is just... We're reaching ludicrous speeds of clown world behavior at this point. And I'm just, I, I'm just touching on the subjects. I'm not even delving deep into it. You won't believe, or maybe you will, some of the videos we've got today of these teachers... I mean, oh my gosh. These are teachers? If somebody gets into the Catholic Church to be a priest because he wants access to kids, is he actually a priest or is he a kiddie diddler? I think you understand where I'm going with this. It doesn't stop there. So Biden is now, I mean, this is unbelievable. If we had an enemy, if America had an enemy... It would shut down our communications, so censor-free speech. We see that happening. It's the Democrats. Uh, What else would they do? Well, they would get rid of our ability to be energy independent by shutting down coal and shutting down natural gas. Okay, that's what the Democrats are doing. Then they would go into our strategic reserves so that we would be not prepared for anything and essentially handicap in an emergency situation. That's what the Democrats are doing now. I'm not even sure if we can properly analyze this, and I've got some news where people in the oil industry are responding to what Biden is doing. But, I mean, we're looking at a situation. You know how they always, the the, the global warming alarmists are always like, you've got, it's not about, Thirty years when the planet dies. It's about right now. It's about what you do now, and that's always their excuse. Like, oh, you have you have two years to save the earth. Yeah, okay, I, I've been hearing that all my life, and they're saying, oh, it's so. I guess it's just done. We're all just doomed now. The doom, the doomsdayers, the planet is dead. But no, they always say that. Well, this is actually that situation, what we're dealing with as far as gas is concerned. If we don't start to ramp up oil production in this country and we do get isolated from the market, the oil market by the world that uh, is actually aligning with Russia on this deal. Yeah, I know that might surprise you. Your American media isn't telling you that. But actually, this whole Ukrainian conflict is helping Russia and crushing America. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know your your media is not telling you that you're getting lied to about that, too. Sad, isn't it? Real sad. If we don't start producing oil at a rapid rate in this country, I I really don't even know what it's going to look like. Because Biden is just I mean, what what at this rate, we're going to have zero strategic oil reserves. Do you understand that? Zero. And they're doing everything they can to stop production. If Biden follows through on his promise, there won't be any oil in America anymore. That was his promise. Remember, he went up and touched that little girl. Said, I promise no more fossil fuels, no more oil. Bragged about it. So we'll have no strategic oil reserves and we'll have no oil production. And then Biden gives a speech today saying, just buy an electric car, Jack. By the way, and you're like, I can't afford the gas to put in the car I got now. How the hell am I supposed to pour a new, put a, get a new electric car? Happy Trans Day of Awareness, Jack. Unbelievable stuff. By the way, this got barely any media coverage. I had to really dig through the internet to find it. I mean, it wasn't like the the hardest buried treasure to find, but it, it, it was certainly some digging took place. A hearing on the Wisconsin election audit, and we've just pulled about, I don't know, eight minutes of one of the speakers, one of the presenters of this. What they discovered was incredible, and you know why. Nobody's reporting on it. You know why you're not seeing it anywhere. It's definitely being censored by big tech. But they just discovered incredible stuff. And then, of course, you've got some people up there, the the leftists that that hate this investigation into their election theft, still wearing their masks, fuming up there at the information being presented, where they just so happened to find out that the same individuals that they tracked to ballot trafficking... They also placed at the Kenosha, Wisconsin riots. About a dozen of them. Yeah. So uh, we'll have that coming up. Again, took some digging. This actually took place uh, last week, but I never saw any of it. And then, uh, thank God, Liz Harrington is just promoting it everywhere right now. Otherwise, I never would have seen it because it's just buried. And usually that local stuff doesn't get the big attention anyway, even though it should because it's of national interest. So we've got all that going on. But again, it is International Transgender Day of Visibility. And the stack's on my desk every day. The stack is on my desk every day. And folks, I'm just, I'm sick and tired of it. This is, the, the whole thing is gaslighting is what it is. Men or women, transgender, day of visibility, teach the, the kindergartners how to have gay sex. It's all gaslighting. They know it's ridiculous. They know it's outrageous. They know it's perverted. They know it's pedophilia. They're doing it just to mess with us, and we're letting them. I, I, I mean, again, they, they've taken control of all these institutions. They, they've corrupted all these institutions, and really the only victory is just totally removing yourself from them. Because they're not going to change. They're only going to get worse. I mean, you see what they've done so far, you know what's coming next.
0: Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. Introducing the newest product from InfoWarsLife.com. We are so proud of InfoWarsLife immune support. It is concentrated herbs that are known on record to supercharge our body's natural defenses. Ladies and gentlemen, this is something that is essential and everyone should get. And on top of it, it funds the info war, so that's a 360 win. Let me tell you what is in this amazing product. Concentrated Elderberry, concentrated Echinacea, concentrated Astragalus Root, Angelica Root, Loatium Root, and more. This product is incredible. InfoWars Immune Support, exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com, is funding the tip of the spear, the InfoWars operation. It is a 360 win. The only way you fail is by not taking action and getting this product to boost your body's natural defenses and keep InfoWars on the air. The globalists are hoping you don't take action. Take action now. InfoWarsStore.com.
6: The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show.
0: International Transgender Day of Visibility. It's when the trannies come out of the closet.
1: (laughs) I'm a woman, man. (laughs) Yeah, we're draining your strategic oil reserves. We're shutting off your energy. We're jacking up prices on food and water and... You've got inflation happening... Happy Trans Day of Awareness, baby. I've got just unbelievable stuff on this. Oh, my God. I'm living in a loony dude world. (laughs) Folks, I'm telling you, it's just ridiculous. All right. Now, I forgot to mention, got a couple great guests coming up in the second hour. Uh, we've got podcaster and former teacher. I think she may still be teaching. I'm not sure I want to ask her, but she's, she's going to stop teaching and and just do her podcast full time. Now, Jalissa Danielle, who uh, is growing in popularity and then Roger Stone is going to be with us as well in the second hour. And, uh, I was just so entertained by Roger on the Alex Jones show earlier today. I just, I reached out to him afterwards. I was like, Roger, you were just awesome today. He was like, let's go, let's do another one. I said, let's do it. So he'll come on with us today, coming back to uh, his original home here as my co-host before the political persecution of him began. Um, And then I've got a a, a ton of other video clips to get to as well. I, I just don't even know where to begin. I mean, this is just redonkulous how much I have today when it comes to the transgender day of visibility and how it's being promoted by all the Democrats and I just, I can't even look at it right now because it's, it's, it's almost just a distraction from this other news and I need to bring in this other video clip too. So let's do this. Let's just look at some of the latest headlines from the, uh, Ukrainian situation here. Yes, it's Cinderfella. Oh yeah, like Disney saying, we're going to make half of our cartoon characters gay now. Oh, because that's what we were thinking about when we were watching, you know, uh, all of our favorite Disney cartoons and movies was, I wonder what sex they are. I wonder what they have sex with or who they have sex with. Seems to be all Disney's thinking all day now, or at least all, all of what these far-left liberals are thinking. These creepazoids. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is a real headline from CNN. I had to double-check my eyes as well. A far-right battalion has a key role in Ukraine's resistance. Its neo-Nazi history has been exploited by Putin. Nazis are good now. Nazis are good now. So first they said, oh, Putin's lying. There is no Nazi history. Now they say, okay, there is a Nazi history, but it's the good guys. Okay. That's how we do that. And now in Germany, they're banning. They want to try to ban the use of the letter Z. Yeah, Germany to prosecute the use of Z symbol to support Russia's war. You post a Z on social media, you, you put Z on a building, <gasps> you just promoted Putin in Russia, who's fighting Nazis. We're going to come after you. I mean, again, th- what what is, what is this Looney Tune world I'm in? Germany upset that Russia is fighting Nazis again. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, it was like 2 million Russians that died when Berlin fell and when the Nazi regime finally fell. That was Russia. That was Russians. And now Russia is fighting remnants of those that relocated and were in Ukraine. And they deny it. And they said, no, there's no Nazis. Now it's like, okay, well, everyone knows we lied about there not being Nazis. So let's just say the Nazis are the good guys now. And then in Germany, where the Russians fought the Nazis, they now say you can't use Z. Here's the official statement from the German embassy. Russia's war of aggression against Ukraine is a criminal offense. Anyone publicly approving the war may be liable to prosecution in Germany wow this applies to using the z symbol too german security authorities are keeping an eye on the use of the symbol ministry of the interior boy germany doesn't sound like an oppressive place to live at all does it you supported russia so i mean that really it's like it's like actually being in nazi germany (laughs) you can't support the russians when the Russians were fighting the Nazis. It's just ridiculous. Meanwhile, as Biden is saying we don't have any money and we need to ta- raise your taxes because we need money for more COVID tests and vaccines, he's just released another 500 million in cash, in cash, right to Ukraine, just right in cash. Ukraine to receive an additional 500 million in aid from the U.S., Biden announces. And he made a nice little statement about it, too, with a bow on it. You need to get an electric car, though, on this happy Trans Day of Awareness. Biden this month signed into law a massive spending package that included $13.6 billion in much-needed military and humanitarian aid for Ukraine. It's much needed, says NBC News, says Joe Biden. It's much needed. Oh, you need to have energy in your house so you can heat and cool it? You need to drive your car to work. You need to have Internet to do uh, school for your kid that can't go. And you need to pay for all that with the inflation and the crushing the economy. Too bad. We got to help Ukraine. And all that money. Where do you think all that money is going? 13.6 billion that they're at least admitting that they're giving to Ukraine. Where is that money going? What is it going to? Who's following it up on it? And where is Hunter Biden? Is Hunter Biden cutting deals in Ukraine right now with Biden's unofficial business partners? Biden gets 10 percent. You can certainly work with 13.6 billion dollars, can't you? Oh, and by the way, the Russians... Have captured those Ukrainian soldiers that tortured the other Russians. So remember they said, Oh no, those aren't Russians, that's propaganda, Kinsinger. Eh, wrong again. Wrong again, Adam Kinsinger. Oh that's right. Get ready to uh have double your grocery bills too. That's that's fun. That's bad inflation, baby. You haven't fun yet? Chicken breast, ground beef, pork prices to set even higher prices. And so that's what, uh, what was it, AOC called Big Meat? That's Big Meat screwing you. Uh, No, actually, Big Meat has been taking the hit, and they can't anymore, or they won't even exist. So now they're actually having to raise prices to keep up with the inflation in the market. And now the American people are going to see it even worse than ever. So that's great. You're paying more for energy. You're paying more for gas at the pump. You're paying more at the grocery store. And Ukraine is getting $13.6 billion carefree, no hesitation, no pushback, no regret. And nobody knows where Hunter Biden is. He's probably over there right now thinking about how he can get 10% of $13.6 billion for the big guy.
0: Why do my enemies hate me so much? Why do the globalists hate you so much? Why do they hate America so much? Because it's an idea of freedom that their tyrannical system that they're pushing cannot coexist with. It's very, very simple. For their world government, their anti human, post human eugenic system to flourish, freedom and liberty and due process injustice and justice and God fearing systems must fail. So, sure, you didn't start a fight with Bill Gates. You didn't start a fight with David Rockefeller. You didn't start a fight with the UN. They started a fight with you. And they're not going to back down, and they're not going to go away, and they're not going to ever stop their attacks until they have the fear of God put into them. The average person still doesn't even know about the New World Order or about globalism or about corporate fascism. And it's not until people understand that and that we're under attack that we have any chance of beating these people. The
6: forward slash show.
0: Decoding enemy transmissions
6: so you get the truth. It's The War Room with Owen Schroyer at band.video. All
1: right, we'll get into what Biden is doing with the oil now, which is just unbelievable, really. I mean, it's just such direct sabotage. And it's so odd because, and I've got this clip from talk radio when I get into the trans stuff in the third hour. It's just so odd. As I listen to six hours minimum private talk radio day, and I hear a lot of the callers calling in, and it's funny because most, what five, ten years ago, or even two years ago, which would be considered mainline conservatism or mainline conservative talk show hosts, all sound like infowars now. And the only difference, as I've described before, is there's no sense of urgency. There's no sense of urgency. It's like there's no survival instinct that's kicked in yet that realize uh, that, that realizes this is a bearing down on them and the future of the country is really at stake. Or maybe they just genuinely don't care as much. And that's that. Maybe that's it. Just our passion for freedom and patriotism here. But it's just amazing. You hear the callers. You hear the hosts, and they know everything that's going on now. I mean, everybody's covering the Great Reset. Everybody sees Biden destroying the country, and it's just kind of like, oh yeah, you know, la di da. I mean that. They- Again, main line, mainstream conservatives talking about the left going full pedophilia. And that's what it is. This mainstream conservative talk radio now. And then you have people like Laura Logan just really digging out into the deep state and really exposing their fraud. And so she's not allowed on Fox News anymore. But Fox News does have a new hiree we'll be telling you about. I mean, after all, it is the International Trans Day of Awareness. So uh, who do you think Fox News hired? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. We'll leave it at that. A little teaser for you. Uh, but before I get into the other news from Biden, how he's destroying the country, we're glad to still be here on air. I think you're glad to still be uh, with us because you're still tuning in, and we're getting record number of people with new people tuning in every day, folks, because you're, you're sharing the links, you're telling friends and family, and the world is just going crazy, and we're more vindicated than ever. But so it's more expensive to operate than ever, and it's not even close because we had to build all of our own infrastructure, plus with all the legal that we're dealing with. But we're still here. Now we've just decided all T-shirts at InfowarsStore.com are now it's final print. It's all must go. These are all final print now. We just we're just going to sell all of them. So if you've been, in fact, I, I mean I'm going to probably have to do this for myself. I was going to place an order tomorrow anyway, but if you've been thinking about a t-shirt from InfoWarsStore.com, now's the time to do it because it's going to be gone uh, as soon as it sells out. That's it. So it's now all limited edition apparel at InfoWarsStore.com. It's a clearance sale. We just have to sell everything to fund ourselves into the future. That's the operational procedure now. So... If you've been thinking about a shirt or a hat now's the time at infowarsstore.com and they're at a deep deep discount we're selling them at cost because it's just just to get the money we've already invested into product back essentially and so really it just becomes a marketing investment you get the t-shirt you walk around in it you promote the transmissions and the websites and we've just funded ourselves into another couple months and through the midterms so InfoWarsStore.com, not just that, but of course, all of the great supplements and preparedness gear is at InfoWarsStore.com as well. We find the highest quality at the lowest price and give it to you at InfoWarsStore.com. Okay, I'm going to try to get to this. I think I should be able to do it here. In this segment, Biden tapping oil reserve for six months to control gas prices. So I don't know where the number is at right now, and it really doesn't even matter. I mean, I guess it does as far as a gauge or a meter is concerned. Biden has already tapped into what, a quarter of our oil reserves, our strategic oil reserves? St- keyword being strategic. Not very strategic anymore, is it? Unless the strategy is to protect Biden, the strategy is to protect Democrats ahead of the midterms, which it is. See, the Democrats don't want there to be high gas prices and $10 a gallon gasoline before the midterms this summer. That's going to be bad for them. And they are already expecting a massive defeat. So they're putting, they're taking America's, they're taking America's strategic oil reserves as their own, essentially, as their own cover up. Yeah, they really care about this country. So where would the gauge be on strategic oil? Biden has already gotten into, what, 25% of it? What's this going to be? Another 25% over the next six months he's talking about here? Where's the meter at here? Where's it going? The meter's going to zero, folks. Biden is taking the meter to zero. And and, and now he's doing this weird thing where during the debates, during his campaign— he said he's going to stop oil in America. He said that. He said oil's done. I'm getting oil to zero. Then gas prices hit record high. Energy prices hit high. And he said, "No, we're 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 going to pump gas. We're going to have gas. We're going to be pumping more oil." We won. Then Saki has press conferences like, "Well, I don't know why the oil companies aren't pumping more oil. It's their fault." But then everything Biden does is anti-oil, anti-American energy. So, I mean, this is unbelievable. Now, as, 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 as much as I don't want to see gas prices continue to go up, tapping into our strategic oil reserve is probably not the best strategy, especially considering the motivation for this is to protect the Democrats. It's not even really about the American people. It's about the Democrat Party staying in power. It's about Joe Biden not having his ratings sink even lower. That's what it's really about. Democrats trying to control the price of gasoline with America's strategic oil reserves. Biden's latest plan to curb soaring oil prices angers drillers. Here's some comments in uh, some pull quotes here from the latest Zero Hedge story. Biden unveils response to Putin's price hike at the pump Big SPR release and tax crude producers putting 1 million additional barrels on the market per day on average every day for the next six months. The scale of this release is unprecedented. The world has never had a release of oil reserves at this 1 million per day rate for this length of time. This move will reduce the SPR to its lowest absolute level in 40 years and its lowest level all times in terms of days supply. This is what I was talking about earlier, how we're basically overextending ourselves right now. And if we don't start pumping oil immediately, uh, it's going to be a problem. Such a release would therefore not resolve the structural supply deficit years in the making. And the need for restocking will be a big demand on prices. Yeah, so, so really, if they release the oil reserves, there'll be a slight relief in the price, only to be an explosive rise down the road. Saeed Rahim, Trafigura Group chief economist, told Bloomberg TV that the potential SPR release will actually discourage future oil output and could drive forward prices higher, and added the U.S. is only capable of delivering 400 to 500,000 barrels a day of oil from the strategic reserve. Energy traders see any proposal of tapping strategic reserves, reserves as a short-term fix. Biden urges Congress to make companies pay fees on wells from their leases that they haven't used in years. So now they're they're they're, they're not only destroying the, the gas companies, they're also fining them while they're destroying them. I mean, it's unbelievable. Biden threw a bone to AOC in her climate crazed crowd as he ramps up fossil fuel supply by issuing a directive authorizing the use of the Defense Production Act to secure American production of critical materials to bolster our clean energy economy. By reducing our reliance on China and other countries For the minerals and materials That will power our clean energy future And of course They talk about these green energies all day long But where are they actually working They're not You take a look at The big freeze of Texas Just over a year ago And it just shows how When you're going to have a reliance On alternative energies You're going to have Blackouts And that's what we had. And now that's what America is on pace for. Thanks to the Biden administration.
0: You know, it's a fact, and I'm not bragging when I say it, it's just true, that InfoWars is seen by the globalists as the standard of human liberty, as the logo of human populist resistance against their transhumanist anti-human program. And man, our work is really right now hitting the most important aspects of what we've ever done so i'm asking listeners now to realize we've got great products thousands of them at infowarsstore.com and we are funded by listeners and viewers like you and so now we need to support more than ever because this fight has intensified don't need me to tell you that at InfowarsTor.com. We've got 25 to 75% off across the board right now. Things have been sold out for a long time, like Infowars Life, fizzy magnesium mix that's so amazing, and our new immune support formula that's so critical. They're all available 25 to 75% off at InfowarsTor.com right now. The newest product from InfoWars Life is now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. It is concentrated known herbs and compounds that will supercharge your body's natural defenses, your immune system. All at the same time, fun in the Infowar. Our immune systems have always been critical. But in this globalist era... With all the criminal activity they're involved in, it is more important than ever to take the tools God gave us and supercharge our immune systems. InfoWars Life Immune Support is a game changer. And everyone out there that wants to be healthy and wants to boost your natural defenses should get it today. Out of the Gates is 25% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Got a lot of other great products that boost your immune system as well. But this one is the very strongest we've got. So anybody out there, that cares about their health and wants to take care of themselves needs to get this product. It's also a great gift for friends and family to boost their immune systems as well. Get yours today at InfoWarsTour.com for 25% off.
6: The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show.
1: more years of joe biden and we will all be living in a van down by the river i just popped over to infowarsstore.com i got myself a new item here i might do the rest of the transmission with this on i feel like a little kid at a wwf event in the 1990s you know why don't you (laughs) ha 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 Only at InfoWarsStore.com, though, ladies and gentlemen, we may or may not have repurposed old Stone Cold Steve Austin foam fingers from the 90s into a Let's Go Brandon foam finger. We may or may not have. I cannot confirm or deny either way, but I know you can find it at InfoWarsStore.com and InfoWarsStore.com only, along with all the other great apparel. All right. Oh, this is nice. Key inflation gauge sets 40-year high as gas and food prices soar. Nice. Very nice. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Democrats. Thanks. Thanks, liberals. Real good stuff you're doing here. But, hey, we know you hate America. We know you want death to America. I mean, hell, you chanted it in the streets. So I guess we shouldn't really be surprised. All right, l- let me do this. Let me just play as much of this in the next two segments as I can. This true the vote hearing findings in Wisconsin with the voter fraud where they stole the election from Trump in the state. But here's a couple headlines. Milwaukee officials sued in Zuckerberg related election bribery case. And so it's the same thing. We've we've highlighted all the chicanery that Zuckerberg and his group engaged in. In the 2020 election, they need to be criminally investigated. A judge has said nonviolent January 6th defendants shouldn't get serious jail time. Boy, uh, an awfully late response to the serious jail time that nonviolent offenders are getting. But, you know, it's time more conservative judges step up and speak because you get the liberal judges step up and speaking all the time, calling for arrests, calling for torture, calling for Trump to go down. Conservative judges just do their job and keep their nose to the grindstone. But remember, it was a federal judge responding to my case saying hey what's wrong here did they even follow the law who's watching the watchers well no they didn't i'm being politically persecuted but if you're hillary clinton you get to make up a steel dossier story you get to make up a russian collusion hoax you get to make up a pp dossier you get to pay for the whole thing you get to lie about it you get to tear apart a nation cost us millions of dollars uh destroy people's minds and then six years later, the FEC fines you for doing all of it, and the fines are the Clinton campaign, $8,000, and the DNC, $105,000. Boy, I wish I had tiny little fines like that. Talk about a slap on the wrist. I mean, let's just say I've paid more than that in legal fees since I've been reporting at Infowars, in double Nice little slap on the wrist for Hillary Clinton. And I'm an innocent man. She's guilty. She pays less than me. And remember how they said it was stolen from Hillary, Russian collusion? All a lie. And then everything that followed. Spygate. All the crimes that followed. And then they rig an election and get away with it, and you're not allowed to talk about it. But they are talking about it. So I'm going to play as much of this as possible in this segment and the next. I'm going to try to get to all of it. I think it'll have the time. But I'm just going to have to let this roll, guys. I want clips four through 16, to all roll back-to-back, guys. Let's just roll four through 16, all back-to-back. Just start with four. So here's Greg Phillips speaking at the True the Vote findings, the hearing happening on voter fraud in Wisconsin.
6: So why should we care? Um, This um, will take a few moments to go through, and I'll I'll explain to you uh, some of the assumptions we made. Um, But we believe that 7% of the mail-in ballots uh, approximately 1.9 million, I think here in Wisconsin um, were uh, cast as a result of trafficking. It seems to always shake down in about this same 7% or so. Um, the, um, the challenge that, that we as Americans face um, in as Catherine pointed out in her opening comments that, you know, this was the most secure election in history. We've all heard all the, all the um, media's take on all of this. Um, But this is a number that should concern everyone. There's 4.8 million votes that were cast nationally or so um, in this fashion. And if you consider that, that, you know some of the elections in some of the states were pretty close uh you know Georgia being one your state Arizona you know and the, some of the ones we looked at it, it it really is um um troubling that that this could have happened and i think that um, our view is that any community in this country of any size, whether it's you know a tiny little place like San Luis, or a you know super huge place like Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, um, that the same um, concepts were developed, and that's why the numbers stay the same. Because they identify it's a it's a it's an organized crime. It was perpetrated on Americans by um, Advancing um, bad process, dirty vote, Catherine will go through this here in a moment, but dirty voter rolls, um, ballot boxes, um, all sorts of mail-in ballot capabilities. Um, and you roll all that up and, it, and it's quite evident to those of us that have spent the last 15 months of our lives um, developing these numbers that this was indeed an organized crime that was perpetrated on Americans. Not There was some nexus between these cell phones or unique device IDs, I should say, and um, and some of what happened in the election. Uh, we, uh, Our analytics team, we have 12 people, and we began to unpack pretty much everything that you can imagine about the election. Uh, we've gathered more than two petabytes of data, uh, ranging from video to our pings or to our, our uh, loca- location signals. Um, and uh, documents, um, interviews. Um, we, we've we've done quite an extraordinary amount of work. But one thing we learned is that there there are five key components to the um, hypotheses that that we came to understand as being uh, Catherine coined uh, I think appropriately as ballot trafficking uh, because it's far more than just harvesting. It's far more than just collection. It's the combination of collection, distribution. Um, uh, storing um, and the components of those were are uh, very clearly inaccurate voter rolls, um, uh, the mass mail of ballots or ballot applications, um, non-government or governmental organizations or NGOs, uh, the privately funded drop boxes were certainly a component of everything that we've seen in uh, non-government or. Um, money was the nexus to it all, and it it really began to help us unpack um, what it, what were some specific examples of what was happening out there. And so um, this the all four of these devices uh, were on a particular day, uh, October twentieth. Um, the blue tag on them is the is the um, is the NGO. The yellow tag are the actual Dropbox visits. Um, and so what this really shows is on one day, here's uh, one, two, three, four, ten, roughly 20 Dropbox visits represented by four, just four of the people.
2: So just, just to kind of orient you, in the uh, upper left, what you're looking at is a pattern that shows Dropbox visits uh, on October 20th. Uh, this, in, this device went to uh, the Atkinson Library Dropbox seven times, the Capitol Library Dropbox twice and the Martin Luther King Library once, and then one of the organizations uh, once. Um, To the immediate right, uh, another individual uh, went to the Martin Luther King Library Dropbox eight times, Atkinson Library three times, and a separate organization once. Uh, And then down below, we have visits to Villard Square Library three times, Atkinson Library twice, Bayview Library twice. Central Library once, East Library, Mitchell Street, Washington Park, and Zablocki Library for a total of 12 very widely distributed visits in a day. And again, it's important to recall that we looked at patterns before your early voting began. So if this was a normal pattern, this would have this would have already been separated from the core group that we're looking at here. This pattern existed only during early election, early voting. And then the last one, just for completion. Safe, All right, so we go we're going to pause Central it right Library. there. We'll pick
1: it back up on the other side. But it's, it's pretty obvious what's going on right there. Somebody is traveling or these individuals are traveling to the same ballot boxes, dropping off massive amounts of ballots every day, multiple times a day.
0: Ladies and gentlemen. InfoWarsStore.com is offering the biggest sales in its over 20-year history, and that is because the economy is breaking down, inflation is exploding, the supply chains have broken down. And InfoWars is having serious trouble making its payroll and paying for operations. And I do not want to implode or downsize in the face of the globalists making their main move. InfoWars, it's paradoxical, is more popular than ever. It is reaching more people than ever despite the censorship. But because of cost increasing and having to run our own infrastructure, and pay for our own bandwidth, everything else, we are running out of money. So listen. Up to 75% off at InfowarsStore.com on things like amazing Patriot t-shirts that help spread the word and fund the operation on supplements, on books, on films. Everything is 25 to 75% off right now. The biggest sale in our history at InfowarsStore.com. Thank you for your support.
4: The fight for the future
6: is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the
1: live stream at band.video. All right, let's pick up the true to vote hearing in Wisconsin with Greg Phillips and others where we left off in the last segment.
2: Rary, uh eight times, Capitol Library twice, Good Hope Library once, and Washington Park once.
6: And being mindful that these are just four of our 130 or so different devices on one particular day. Um, I think you can see that the numbers uh, roll out. And by the way, um, I probably could have just stayed in Ukraine because she does this a lot better than I do. (laughs) So one of the first components of uh, the research that we did was in a little place called San Luis, Arizona. Uh, San Luis is in Yuma County. Um, It's called South County for folks out there. Um, It's a community of about 20,000 people. It's right on the border. It's a farming community mostly. Um, and, um, is, um, you know, nice. It's very, you know, nice community, little, little place to live and be. Um, but what we learned was, was extraordinary. Um, we began to get reports that there were, um, ballots being collected, meaning going out, knocking on doors, getting ballots from older people or getting ballots from people in certain specific communities. They were gathered in a particular location the people that were doing the collections were being paid uh, for the collection and then one person was taking those stack those big stacks of ballots to a particular drop box of which there were two in san Louis, uh and dropping them off um there have since been several arrests uh related to this there's been one conviction um there's another conviction soon to be um revealed um, and um, we understand that um, that the uh, it just it doesn't stop here there is a um, there is a uh, a an entity that's funded by uh, federal law enforcement agencies all over the world it's called the armed conflict location and events event data and target devices um, basically it's a database of all of the um, device IDs that show up at the violent protests around the world. And um, just for the sake of this discussion, we identified 10 different devices uh, that are on, I'm sorry, 14 targeted devices that participated in one or more of the violent, riot, violent, violent riots in Wisconsin during 2020. So of our of our device ID, of our, the ones we identified, about 10% or so, Uh, participated in some of uh, the violent riots in your state. So um, in Milwaukee, Racine, and Green Bay, we identified 138 people who met that criteria, five NGO visits and 26 drop boxes during the study period of October 20 to November 3 of 2020. This resulted in a a unique number of drop box visits of 3,568. So those 138 people went to drop boxes in total 3,568 times. Just those people.
2: For the past 16 months, we have heard the repeated refrain from those responsible for overseeing elections that this was the most secure election ever and to think otherwise is a lie. But America knew differently and they were right. It was not the most secure election ever. It was quite possibly one of the least. We've watched the mass mail out of paper ballots to highly inaccurate voter records. The harried installation of by mail absentee ballot drop boxes privately funded by billionaire tech magnates and the hundreds of legislative changes, lawsuits, consent decrees, all that fundamentally altered election processes and all of this came together in 2020, under the fog of COVID, it's hard not to look at the confluence of events and come away with any conclusion other than that it was planned. The majority of uh, the drops uh, occurred after business hours, so with the libraries, this would have been well after the libraries would have been open, Um, usually Know, you can speak, all right, speak to so, this, but I think uh, it
1: was. I'm either going to upload all of these clips because I'm out of time for it now. I'm either going to upload all these clips in one upload to banned out video, or we might just upload the entire two and a half hour hearing just just to have it out there because it's being centered so much. Either way, we're going to have all this for. Re- on the InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. We're in the second hour, and my guest joining me, Jalisha Danielle, has been soaring in popularity lately. A lot of people are following her on Twitter and Instagram. She has a podcast, The Side Effect Podcast, which has also been gaining steam as well. And so she's decided she was not going to be a teacher anymore and just do the podcasting full-time, But I wanted to talk to her today, not about her rising popularity. She also talks about health, uh, mental health, physical health as well. That's probably why she's also popular. They'll probably call her a Nazi for that soon, too. Uh, But I wanted to know why she decided to do this at this period of time, but also what her experience as a teacher was like as we're starting to see more into what goes on in the classrooms and parents are a little outraged. So Jaleesa, thank you for joining me today.
5: Thank you for having me. So you want me to start off with the what it's like to be a teacher? Well, right yeah, let's now, talk during, about that.
1: So are you are you doing. finished teaching entirely now, or are you finishing well, out I, the year? I,
5: I put in my resignation, but um, I'm going to finish out the school year. I won't do the kids like that. I'll finish these last seven, eight weeks, and then that's it. No more.
1: So why did you decide to quit teaching and, and go into podcasting full-time?
5: Well, after... Like when COVID happened um, and we started going virtual, that was like the, I guess like the catalyst for me realizing that a lot of the stuff that we were doing was very pointless. Um, And the kids were not really learning because you have no idea what they're doing at home, copying and pasting and just Googling answers. So that right there, I was like, I'm not really using my gift for teaching um, by being behind a screen. And then once we came back to school and I saw like all the ridiculous rules and, you know, like how they had at Walmart, like the, the arrows on the floor and walk this way, walk that way. I was like, well, this feels like robots, like it's some dystopian world. Like, what are we doing? And then our school district kept the mask thing uh, on for like mandatory for a very long time. They just now. And your district it was in Houston, I,
1: correct? Yes. And what grades um, were you teaching? Just just for the full picture here.
5: I teach 10th grade, but I have a um, a journalism class. I do teach journalism as well, and it's 10th, uh, 11th, and 12th grade.
1: So we're talking high school students. Okay, continue. Yes.
5: Um, and yeah, I just realized that the stuff that they were doing was just so um, – they're just being told what to do. They're not being allowed to think. And then anytime I would say something, I got in trouble, I don't even know how many times, written up uh, for not wearing a mask. I said I wasn't going to wear one. and
1: You were being disciplined? Just, oh, Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I
5: have like I have just all my write ups and all that emails, people uh, writing to the school board about my tweets. And I'm just kind of, you know, I'm over it and I just continue to fight back. And I'm, I mean, I'm still here, obviously, but I'm trying to tell the kids like you guys need to like realize what's going on. This is uh, it's not right what they're doing, and especially to the kids, because they've been conditioned to be separated and now they no longer want to really engage with each other. So, so this is an
1: incredible compare and contrast to me. You get you get punished, you get disciplined for speaking your mind in public. Uh, and f- as far as I can tell, you haven't said anything that's controversial. I mean, maybe people will call you a conspiracy theorist, but that's not controversial. Oh, yeah. You don't you don't you don't say anything promoting violence. But if you're if you're left wing and you talk about how you want to sexualize kids in the classroom and all this stuff, you don't get punished. You don't you you probably get promoted.
5: Oh, yeah. No, I, I would just say like, you know, just breathe. If you want to take it off, you know, you need to breathe because some kids literally wrote in letters when I had them write like, do you like wearing masks? They're like, I can't I can't breathe. I get nosebleeds, all kinds of stuff. And then that, that went completely ignored. So I would take them outside a lot. And then, you know, people would tell on me like, she's taking them outside. She's putting them in danger. And I, I have so many stories, like, it's, it got crazy. So I was like, I can't do this anymore. You guys, like, have no brains. It's, nobody's thinking anymore. Nothing makes sense. Is it itself. is it
1: still like that right now at the school?
5: Um, a lot of the kids still wear it. I've actually asked my students today, why do they still have it on if it's not mandatory? Because they always wear it, like, under their chin. They never put it on completely, they said, because I'm, I'm used to having something here. It feels weird when I don't have anything on my chin. So now it's just a feeling to them. That's and, and wild.
1: I've never heard that. Yeah,
5: yeah. If you like, if people go into my school, you can see that they all still have them on. Very few kids actually keep them on, but they all just want to keep it like on their face. It's not do, like so. Like, it's it's not just the doing? mental
1: conditioning; it's actual physical conditioning now too.
5: Yeah, yeah. They feel they feel weird. They say that's the word they use. They feel weird without it. And so are you Take saying, so would,
1: would, would students, let's say, tattletale on you, like, oh, uh, I, I, this teacher says we don't have to wear the mask? Or was it other teachers? Was it a combination? This is just uh, fascinating ve- to me.
5: Yeah, it, it was um, a lot of teachers because, and especially the men, the male teachers our coaches and stuff who would be like, oh, here she goes, a conspiracy theorist, she doesn't want to wear a mask. And I'm like, why do you have it on? Like, you're a man. Take it off. Like, stop being so scary. So um, I got a lot of, like, whispers and um, them telling on me, like, why does she not have to wear it? And I do. And I'm like, well, you really don't because our governor says you don't have to wear them. Um, and so that was the, the fight that I've been like, Isn't that one of the until... wildest
1: parts of this is, is you're just being the normal – you're just being a normal human surrounded by a world of, like, aliens – and you're like, what is this, what is this world? I'm on like on a Looney Tunes yeah. alien invasion. And you're just like, folks, take off the mask. Live your life. Breathe yeah. normally. And it's like in They Live or something or Invasion of the Body Snatchers, they all point at you and scream.
5: Yeah, it it was too much. I was like, I couldn't even turn around without somebody walking by the room and then looking in the little window and being like, oh, at 132, you had it off. Like, I, like if I were to show people, like, the stuff that was written, I was like, I can't. I cannot do it. And I just went crazy. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I can't. Like, um, I don't want to be in a system where you're not allowed to think or have a different opinion without being condemned. Um, and our district is very political. I don't want to say it until I actually get out of there. But if somebody recognizes me, you know where I work.
1: <laughs> well, you got, I guess, just a couple months left. And I think that that's really the big issue mm-hmm. here. And I do want to get more into that in the next segment, just how it's only, they only let you think one way. But but talk about, you mentioned this briefly earlier, were there also students and other faculty that kind of reached out saying, hey, thank you for taking a stand, thank you for speaking for me?
5: Yeah, there were. Um, I had a few, but it's like they wouldn't, no one would say anything until I brought it up because nobody wanted to speak. Everyone thought they were going to lose their job or whatever. And I was like, no, you're not going to. It's like no one looks into it. A lot of kids didn't even know that it was an option, at least from the state level. And, uh, but they're not willing to fight back. And that was the big thing with me. It's like, just fight back, like say no. And if a whole bunch of us say no, then what will happen? And I didn't have, uh, you know, kids, some kids at the beginning were kind of like, ah, eh, she's not wearing it. But I told them like, I'm trying to get you to see that I'm not gonna follow, you know, just because someone says you gotta have your own mind and trying to show them that I'm not gonna get sick either. Cause I say I'm not gonna get sick, so.
1: And and ironically, that's what liberal teachers or liberal professors used to be stereotyped as. Now, I guess it's conservatives that are anti-establishment or anti-mainstream and and getting the flack Mm -hmm. like you are. And and, but you're saying these kids wouldn't even know it. Like for the first time ever, they're just hearing, hey, I I don't have to wear this mask.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Some um, whenever they they lifted the mandate, um, there was so much they they. Said they were going to lift it like two or three times. And then once that date almost came, then they were like, oh, just kidding. And they did it three times. And then finally, by the third time, they actually followed through and said it's optional now. So that was another thing. It was like, why are you guys just going back and forth? Now nobody trusts you because you're putting out these statements. And then it's like, where are you getting the information from? Why do you have a specific date on a mask mandate? Like, where is this? Coming from yeah,
1: where's the science? Where's the explanation? And of course, they they, they don't even have to. So you were at mm-hmm. school today. You did have classes today. Yes. W- were there any promotions or anything for the Trans Day of Awareness? Was there any of that going on?
5: <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. Uh, luckily, my school doesn't really do all that kind of stuff. So.
1: So um, you were able to avoid that.
5: Yeah, they. I mean, they'll send out emails. But it's not, like a, like, a thing. Like, we don't have, like, assignments or you don't see, like, stuff all over the place. Um,
1: well, that's what so. I'm going to ask about next is, is how much of that you've seen because – there's a lot of it here in Austin uh an absolute uh, just I can't even shake a stick at a local school without seeing some promotion of the left agenda so uh Jalisa Danielle is with us uh about to be former professor full-time podcaster and uh, she's telling some crazy stories about what's it like in high school this is just wild
0: in December of 2021 InfoWars offered the first in a three-part series the 1776 anti-tyrant coin and it sold out in 10 days and if it wasn't for listeners getting this original powerful coin a founding member coin we would not be on air today now the second coin the Liberty Tree coin is being offered and it will probably sell out in 10 days again. It certainly needs to to fund our operation. It is so historic and it has a quote from Thomas Jefferson about the Tree of Liberty being refreshed with the blood of patriots and tyrants and more. See the coin for yourself at 1776coin.com. It's also at infowarsstore.com. It's amazing. There's only 10,000 of them. And as a founding member, if we're able to stay on the air, we're planning something very, very special for everyone that helps us go to the next level. So get your new Tree
1: of Liberty coin while you still can at 1776coin.com. Back in stock, down and out liquid sleep support. It's been out of stock for a while. It's one of uh, three sleep aids we have at InfoWarsStore.com. This one has been very popular. It sold off the shelves. It's back in stock, down and out liquid sleep support. This is probably the strongest sleep aid that we have, I would say. Knockout, Rocket Rest, both great. Comes in pill form. This is the liquid tincture, and I think this is probably the most powerful one. Survival Shield X2 nascent iodine. This is, if you haven't done an iodine challenge yet, Have you haven't done the iodine challenge, what are you waiting for? Now is the time. Super male and super female vitality. Living Defense Plus and the Organic Greens caps uh we have a limited supply of these right now but we want to sell them all out so we can order a new batch it was very popular the organic greens fiber caps but we have all kinds of other great supplements that uh are, are great for so many different things take advantage of those infowars.com forward slash show Our guest is Jaleesa Danielle. She's the host of the Side Effect podcast, and she was just telling some stories of what it's been like in high school during the pandemic, all the weirdness. And before I get into the different levels of propaganda you you have seen or that you see in the curriculum, what about this? How much has high school changed now or how much different is high school now? Because I, I look at the stuff that these kids have to deal with, and I'm wondering how much it affects them. Uh, the race baiting, the propaganda, the medical theater, the attack—I mean, just mm-hmm. just all of it. I don't remember any of that when I was in high school, uh, mm-hmm. just about fifteen or so years ago. I mean, it was just like it wasn't even on my mind. Now it seems to be everywhere. How how much does that get into the high school scene? How, how much different is high school now?
5: Um, well, in at our school, again, it's not like because I follow lives of TikTok and I see all kinds of stuff with teachers and the stuff that goes on, like you're saying in Austin, like the per, the pride and all that the parades and all that we don't have that but it's it was more so like through email and then we have to like disseminate that information to the students but i'm like i'm not telling them about that they would have you know like every well going back like you said how how is it different now of course the kids are behind the screen that's all they do um they're they're being perceived like victims all the time because you know it's a predominantly Black and Hispanic school that I live in, so it's a lot of like the man is gonna put you down, and, and I'm like, no, 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 he's not. It's you. It's your decisions. It's what you do in life, and you know I've, like you said, I'd, I never heard that in school. I never heard that in high school. My parents didn't raise me like that, but now it's um, a lot of victim mentality, and it's very frustrating.
1: It's a victim. It's a victim mindset instead of a victor mindset. Which, which mm-hmm. puts which puts young people in a in a in a position of of not feeling that they can be accomplished or not feeling they can be worthy. So that is a level of psychological attack that they're dealing with. So they don't just get it in the media all day long. It's it's even in the high school.
5: Yeah, it, and it's I try like I tell them because I know I don't know what goes on in other classrooms and what other teachers say, but I tell them like whatever your teacher is telling you, like listen to it. But don't take everything as fact. Like, there's always two sides to every story. There's always, you know, somebody else's perspective, and some of them are waking up and they realize, you know, the BS and all of that. But, you know, I can't control because I did have I did have a student tell me that their uh, their English teacher asked them what they preferred to be called, oh, uh, you know, what pronoun they preferred to be called, and I was like, what? Like, I didn't think that this was going to reach the school, but apparently it did. So there are some teachers like that. And I did have a teacher, a student told me that after I had left the class that the teacher told the whole class that if I make them feel uncomfortable, that they could talk to her. Apparently me telling them like, hey, y'all don't believe everything you see. And that's like making them feel uncomfortable. So
1: So how much do you think of what like the stuff you see on libs of TikTok? How much do you think is that? just the individual teachers doing that versus it actually either being in the curriculum or promoted by the administration?
5: I think that, well, I think it is part of the district because like I said, we do get emails from like the superintendent, um, but it isn't like, hey, teach this, but she does put it in emails like when the election happened and it is it is very left-leaning um, and especially when... I see, like, the events that happen through our district and stuff. Um, it's very political. So it's not so much that it's being taught in the classroom, but you can tell. Like, if they could, they would push it. They would make it a thing.
1: Are the reasons why you got into teaching, are they all gone now, and that's why you don't want to do it anymore? Or would you ever go back?
5: The only way I would go back in is if I could teach journalism. Because that was my, like, passion in high school, and then – I got certified to teach it and um that would be the only the only thing I'd want to do so I can show them the real <laughs> the real side of journalism and what it actually means to be a journalist because what we see now again is very one-sided and even when the kids look up things online I, I tell them you're not going to go to the second and third google page you're going to go to what google tells you is the first answer right there so um yeah, their their minds have been warped to only think one way, and but they don't also don't have a reason why they they think that way too. Because I've asked them, why do you believe that? I'm like I don't know. And I was like, no, 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 no. Whatever you believe in, you better back it up with facts, and not just because the television told you to say that. So, yeah.
1: So when you're when you're finally done, I guess, in this couple months, I bet, I mean, you, you need to just do a whole podcast or you could write a book, I'm <laughs> sure, of all the different stories from the pandemic, all the different craziness. I mean, you got oh, into some yeah. of it in 10 minutes, but I bet there's a lot more.
5: Oh, I'm like ready to do like a whole vi I was just talking earlier. I was like, I don't like being on video like that, but I will be ready to make a whole, like, let me tell y'all everything that happened because I told my principal, I could have taken this, way 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 like viral because i was in music and i have the television and media connections and stuff but i didn't but now i'm like i'm ready to tell everyone like what's been going on and it's crazy it is crazy
1: do do parents know a lot of this or do they just like hey i gotta get my kids i'm busy it's kind of like just a daycare almost just drop them off at daycare and just hope they come back
5: I think it is more like a daycare there. And I've told the kids that I said, I feel like I'm a daycare teacher because you're just here. You're just here. You're not trying to learn. And I get it. I get the social conditioning of being a part and staying behind a screen has made them feel like this is all this is this is school. This is what it is. Um, I haven't heard of any parents complaining, but I did hear that one of our board members did write the um, Biden administration saying that any you know, any teachers or parents that oppose anything should be labeled as like domestic terrorists. I didn't know that until another coworker told me. That it feels like early. it may have
1: been a direct shot at somebody I'm talking to right now.
5: Yeah, yeah maybe I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it never, nothing ever got back to me. The person who snitched on me, who I think I know who it is because of the way that they misspelled my name, um, like nothing came back. Like it was just like they just told me like, well, then just put your tweets on private, and I was like, no. Not well, kind I kind of kinda,
1: case, I, yeah. I, I kinda consider you to be like almost like a whistleblower from a, from a teacher's perspective because I don't really see it much. You don't really see many teachers with a public persona. You know, you've got your popular social yeah. media accounts, you've got your podcast. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of stories you're telling there. So I just mm-hmm. don't see it. I mean, sometimes people will call on the show and say, Hey, I'm a teacher. I'm seeing this. But to me, you're the most public as far as calling out what's going on at the high schools and just saying, You know what? With all the medical theater, I'm just ditching it all together and, and doing mm-hmm. the podcast now.
5: Yeah. Um, I've, like I said, I've, I don't shy away from anything. Like every, all my pages are public. I've told the kid, the kids like found your Instagram. I'm like, okay. Like it's public. Good for you. Um, cause I don't want to hide anything cause I want them to see that one teachers are real people. There are not like some robots who don't do anything outside of school. And I mean, they need to know the truth. They know they, they know the truth about how I feel about a lot of things, and if they ask me for my opinion on whatever, if it's controversial or not, like I'm going to give them the my opinion.
1: Well, it's sad that the Houston school district is losing a good one, but uh, for you, I'm sure it's it's going to be a much of a relief when you're finally done here in a couple months. And again, folks, Earl. you can you can follow her. Let's get all the names right here: Twitter at Jalisa Danielle underscore spelled J A L I S A danielle on instagram it's the same thing and the side effect podcast can be found on spotify and apple jalisa thanks for joining nice. us today
5: thank you so much
1: it's an interesting perspective to hear from teachers you don't really get their perspective too much do you interesting perspective to have.
0: we are only offering three coins in the series the first coin was released in december of 2021 and sold out in 10 days now the second coin As we enter the last days of March into April, 2022 is now being offered. And I believe it will sell out in just a few days again, because these are historic coins and because our amazing listeners want to support freedom and keep Infowars at the front lines of the fight against these tyrants. So. Go for yourself to 1776coin.com and see the new Liberty Tree Coin. It is powerful. Witness this powerful iconography for yourself and have this piece of history and be part of the founding member system that we're set to launch in the very near future thanks to your support of this project. Get a historic memento that helps keep Infowars on the air. And also gives you a real piece of history at seventeen seventy six coin dot com.
6: Infowars dot forward slash show. Trigger warning. This broadcast contains subject matter
0: that might trigger liberal snowflakes. It's The War Room with
1: Owen Schroyer. And finally, Roger Stone has come back to the InfoWars War Room, and we just love him. I heard him on Alex Jones earlier, and he was just so great, I had to invite him on. And it's so interesting, Roger, that... We're, we shouldn't be surprised by this, but uh, the D.C. elite are trying to rein in Madison Cawthorn. He's, getting a, he's going a little bit off the, the promised grounds, uh, uh, the, the D.C. elite trying to reel him in. Roger Stone joins us to talk about this and other things. Uh, but, Roger, what do you make of the lack? They say uh, Cawthorn has walked back his statements. You say differently.
4: Yeah, I think that they're, they're lying and they're in a panic. First of all, let me say how great it is to be back here on The War Room. The Real War Room uh, with Owen Schroer and Roger Stone, uh, a classic. Uh, And you've carried that great tradition forward, even though you have a beard like Abraham Lincoln. Uh, In any event, uh, that's exactly right, Owen. What I said is clear. And the attacks on me right now on Twitter and in the fake news media, because I have supported uh, Congressman Madison Cawthorn in his assertions. Look, I'm redeemed in Jesus Christ. I admit that I was a sinner, Uh, and I'm probably still a sinner. None of us are perfect, but I lived inside the Beltway and I was a Washington elite for 41 years. I saw these parties, I attended them. I admit it. Uh, You have to own your past. Uh, But I now have the, the power, therefore, to speak about it truthfully. The congressman's telling the truth, and you have to question the motives of those who are in such a hurry to discredit him and shut him up. Why? Why would they do that? Are they afraid he's going to start naming names? Cuz I believe he could do so. Although I don't think that's his mission here.
1: Yeah, and that's what I thought too. I was like, "Hey, you know, he he was kind enough not to name names or point fingers, but remain, you know, a certain level of uh, ethics and morals there, but just say, "Hey, this is what goes on." And it's well known that goes on in DC. It's it's very well known. I mean, I've heard about They have brunches. D.C. elites have, like, drag queen time brunches that they all break away from work to and go to in D.C. So there's all kinds of stuff. And all Cawthorn says is, yeah, you know, it's kind of like House of Cards a little bit, and I've been exposed to a little bit of it. And then it's the Republicans reeling him in. I mean, Steve Scalise, the the left, tried to murder this guy, and and he's in there trying to reel him in. That was really shocking to me.
4: Well, and, uh, you know, Kevin McCarthy, who I think lives with his boyfriend. he's That one one was not so shocking. Uh, that he's no one to be casting aspersions uh, on anyone. Uh, So uh, look, I think the credit goes to Madison Cawthorn. Uh, I know he's telling the truth because we exchanged text messages and he told me he was not backing down or retracting his statement. At the same time, Kevin McCarthy is out saying the exact opposite. So I kind of think that Cawthorn, who I like and admire very much needs to speak for himself, should not allow Kevin McCarthy, to characterize their conversation, because I think he is mischaracterizing him. Uh, He's as bad bad of a rhino as as Mitch McConnell. Uh, Our our beloved former president doesn't yet see that, but he will. Uh, He's a duplicitous uh, piece of garbage. Uh, And uh, Frank Luntz, I mean, please, that is the worst toupee I've ever seen. In my entire life. I mean, the
1: the guy looks like he he has a Danish stapled on his head. I'm getting a little hungry looking at it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, you know what, though? I look at McCarthy and Luntz, and I think that it makes sense. Okay, McCarthy doesn't want you to know what he's up to in D.C. Scalise was a little more disappointing. But, you know, I'm a fan of this kind of leaving the pasture side of the Republican Party, like the Marjorie Taylor Greene and Madison Cawthorn, a little bit of Matt Gates there, too. Forget about the GOP establishment. The people that elected Trump, who are still funding the GOP, they don't like the establishment D.C. elite politicians anymore. They don't, they don't like those politics anymore. And so I think the Republican Party should be embracing Madison Cawthorn, not, not rebuking him. Well, and I think there's
4: a real dichotomy between the grassroots of the Republican Party, the voters who are still angry about the last election. Now, you'll read over and over again. The party leaders don't want to talk about election integrity anymore. They don't want to talk about the stolen election anymore. They don't want to talk about 2020. Really? That's not what I hear when I speak across the country. Uh, ad nauseum. I was in New Jersey last week, extraordinary crowds. I was there to to uh, support Mike Crispy, who's a great candidate running for Congress in the 4th District of New Jersey against uh, veteran rhino Chris Smith, going for his 42nd year in Congress. Think about that for a moment. Now, that's uh, Robert and and Pelosi. I mean, it's almost as bad as nasty pig Pelosi. You're absolutely right. Uh, and it is extraordinary uh, when you consider... Uh, the, the the disconnect between the so-called party leaders who don't mind milking the election integrity issue to raise money, but have no intention of doing anything to ensure that either the last election is squared away or that the next elections, 2022, are fair, honest, and transparent. Uh but at the grassroots I can tell you that people are seething mad about this. And when they go to the gas pump, frankly, they're only yeah. reminded of the ramifications of a stolen election.
1: Yep. And and this is kind of like what the Republican Party tried to do to Trump in 2016. Uh, now they realize that he's the only thing that fundraises for them. And 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 Trump is doing record-breaking fundraising right now. Uh, the Republican Party is still outraising the Democrat Party. The Republican Party is only fundraising off of Trump's name. I mean, that's that even those funds are because of Trump. So even though they won't really endorse or work with Trump, they still stab him in the back all day long. They love fundraising off of his name. Surely President Trump knows that and has to be a little bitter about that.
4: Well, the good news, of course, is that his PAC is raising an enormous amount of money. uh, And I'd like to see him use that for individual candidates because there is a maximum that he can donate. So while his endorsement is very powerful, and it is, and very valuable, and it is, I'd like to see some financial oomph behind it. Can't take that money with him. He's got to do something with it. Uh, but let me address a larger question, which is, you can already see the formation of the next phony pandemic uh, that would restrict voting to mail-in only in the next election. I can already see this train coming. Uh, the Democrats know that they can't possibly win between the raging inflation The the food shortages at the local grocery store uh, and these fuel prices, not to mention a war that nobody wants in Ukraine, they have zero chance of winning an honest election. But they're not worried because they don't intend to have an honest election. I don't know whether it will be smallpox. I don't know what it will be, uh, but believe me, they have they, they cannot afford to have America go to the polls.
1: And now what we're seeing is Biden is draining the strategic oil reserves to just try to prop himself up or rather prop the Democrat Party up before the midterms, releasing our strategic oil reserves, hoping that'll lower the gas price. Uh, It might momentarily. It's only going to skyrocket in the future unless they just empty our strategic oil reserves, which maybe Biden plans on doing. Uh, I mean, is this Biden-Harris administration the worst ever that you've ever seen? Is it even close?
4: Uh, it's not even close. I mean, this is this is ranked incompetence. I thought it would be bad. I had no idea it would be this bad. Some of my friends who are Democrats, who are truly moderate Democrats, they're not crazy. They're not communists. They kept assuring me, oh, no, no, don't worry. Biden says he, he's, a, he's a moderate. He's not a liberal. He's not a progressive. He's really moderate. Well, this this administration is being run by socialists. Uh, they have perverted our justice system. Uh, I see this in your case. I saw it in my case. Nothing has changed. Uh, This is far, far worse than I thought it would be. Um, But they have set the stage for an extraordinary comeback for the Republican Party. And if we have an honest, fair and transparent election, which everyone is allowed to participate, we will take both houses. The problem is we cannot lull ourselves into believing that Republican control of both houses is going to change anything. We have to elect a subset of fire-breathing America firsters, maybe 20 in the House, only three or four in the Senate will do the job, who can then be a minority within the majority to drive the train. Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, sorry, we're not voting for anything you want. We'll abstain on everything until you adhere to our agenda. That's what needs to happen.
1: Yeah, McConnell and McCarthy have to go as uh, leaders of the Republican Party. Let's talk about that when we come back from this break with Roger Stone because I notice what I think the corrupt GOP is doing to keep people like McConnell and McCarthy at the helm when really they need to be at the back of the boat behind people like Madison Hawthorne.
0: In December of 2021, InfoWars offered the first in a three-part series, the 1776 anti-tyrant coin, and it sold out in 10 days. And if it wasn't for listeners getting this original, powerful coin, a founding member coin, we would not be on air today. Now, the second coin, the Liberty Tree coin, is being offered, and it will probably sell out in 10 days again. It certainly needs to to fund our operation. It is so historic, and it has a quote from Thomas Jefferson about the Tree of Liberty being refreshed with the blood of patriots and tyrants and more. See the coin for yourself at 1776coin.com. It's also at Infowarsstore.com. It's amazing. There's only 10,000 of them, and as a founding member, if we're able to stay on the air, we're planning something very, very special for everyone that helps us go to the next level. So get your new Tree of Liberty coin while you still can at 1776 coin. Dot com Frank in North Carolina, thanks for holding so long. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I just have to say something, man. It seems like every time I turn on your broadcast, you're bragging. It just gets old, man. I'm, I'm going to shut you down right now, okay? We're taking calls about your nomination. Do you understand they're having congressional hearings trying to shut us down? Do you understand? I'm ringing the alarm. If that was happening to anybody else, I'd be freaked out. I mean, what's it going to take? Us being shut down? Is that what you want, Frank? Free press
6: needs your help, Frank. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash
0: show.
1: Roger Stone is with us. You know, boy, am I glad. Oh, there's the pastry head. Forgot about the pastry head. That's uh, after his, uh, he, he has a breakfast date every morning with Kevin McCarthy, and then they rub pastries on one another. Uh, but it's all fine. They're consenting adults. Uh, Roger Stone is with us. I'm so glad that I'm even able to talk to him. The Democrats tried to throw him in jail for the rest of his life. They probably still want him dead, but luckily he was able to get out of that thanks to President Trump, thanks to God, and so Roger is with us today. And, Roger, I, I, why can't the Republican Party politically strategized like the Democrats. I mean, that's one thing Democrats definitely do better than Republicans. I look at the Missouri Senate race where they have three heavy hitters running for a seat in the Senate in Missouri. Why don't they come to these individuals and say, hey, you know what, let's parse this out. Why don't one of you run for Senate? The other two run for House. It'll be a political strategic advantage. No, they run them all for the same position and they stab three of them in the back and try to replace them all with a rhino. Why is the Republican Party like this?
4: Well, the problem, of course, is that people somehow believe that party leaders have sway over the party, when they really don't. So the individual ambitions of each one of those candidates is what pushes them forward. Why don't the party leaders work this out? Well, because they would all refuse to drop. In other words, it is a democratic system with a small d. I frankly think that's preferable than the situation in, say, Pennsylvania or New York, where party leaders dictate from the top, who will be the candidate. So the state chairman tells the county chairman who the chosen one is, the county chairman tell the town chairman, the town chairman tell the local uh, precinct chairman, and they brook no dissent. There's nobody who gets to say, oh, I think Owen Schroyer should be the candidate instead of, say, Roger Stone. Uh, The reason they keep popping up that great graphic is, like you, Owen, I'm still fighting. I have six remaining Totally bogus, uh, baseless, groundless civil suits against me filed by Democrats, liberals, nut jobs, crackpots. Oh, wait, I'm being redundant. Uh, And this is lawfare. There's no question about it. There's no basis for these lawsuits there, but they're highly sensationalized. Uh, That way they they get you as much bad press as humanly possible. Uh, and, uh, and I know you, you're fighting your own fight. I refuse to give up. I once had 17 suits against me. Oh, Eleven of them have now been dismissed in my favor. Uh, and uh, in some cases, those who brought an action against me are, have been ordered by the judge to pay my legal fees, which is nice. Uh, but I continue to fight. And if you want to help me, you can go to stonedefensefund.com. That's stonedefensefund.com. Anyway, Let's continue.
1: Well, and I just got to yeah. say in that vein, you, you're kind of in a, an inspiration to me unintentionally because, folks, you don't understand, these bastards don't even let you live your life. They don't. They don't even let you live your life. And, Roger, you've been going through this longer than I have. I'm I'm now into it, too. They, I mean, we don't have to get too much into it, but they don't. They don't even let you live your life. They want to destroy your life. That's what it's all about. They ne- They never
4: quit. So they released the January
1: 6th committee report the
4: other on Sunday night. And it specifically says that White House aide Peter Navarro told uh, White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows to call me in the days before January 6th. Well, while that may be true, I haven't ever spoken to Matt, 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 Matt pardon me, uh, to Meadows in my entire life. i never communicated with him, not by phone, not by text, not by email, certainly not in person. I don't know the gentleman. As for Peter Navarro, although I like him, I spoke to him once, and that was over three years ago. So uh, the January 6th committee is hot to investigate a conversation that never actually took place. But the freaks in the fake news media run right out immediately and say, oh, Roger Stone is stonewalling and won't be questioned about his conversations with Mark Meadows. Well, there are no conversations. That's why I chose, when I was called to the January 6th committee, I think thwarting the subpoena as uh, Navarro and Dan Scavino and Steve Bannon uh, have done is a is a legal mistake. Uh, I went there. I asserted my Fifth Amendment right. I was very firm in doing so. I would not allow myself to be baited by committee staffers or members of the committee who got very personal in their questions. I still didn't break. I asserted my Fifth Amendment rights and therefore I am not in legal jeopardy today. Those who just thumb their nose at them, like Bannon, for example, while they have no strategy, certainly don't have good lawyers, um, I think that that is an error. Um, I, like, uh, I, I like Scavino and I like uh, Navarro, uh, but I think they have gotten bad advice in this, in this matter. I would not thwart the subpoena. I would simply assert my rights not to be questioned. Why? Not because I have something to hide, not because I did something wrong. Not because I know anything whatsoever about the illegal actions at the Capitol on January 6th, because I wasn't there and I know nothing about it. But because I have firsthand experience with the House Democrats ability to take statements that are innocuous, immaterial or irrelevant and twist them into a crime. No one in their right mind would speak under oath to a committee on which Adam Schiff sits. It is a perjury trap if there ever was one. It is an illicit, uh, uh, unbalanced investigation. It's like a trial in which the prosecution gets to make the case, but the defense never gets to present. There are no Republicans on this committee. There are two rhinos on this committee. They're both going to be extinct very soon. Adam Kissinger didn't even have the guts to run again because he knows he would be defeated. And Liz Cheney's going down. Trust me on that. So uh, it, it, is, it is outrageous that the witch hunt continues. And, and as Alex said today, the idea that if he doesn't cooperate with the Justice Department, that they would come back and file superseding charges against you when the charges against you are bogus to, to begin with. You didn't hurt anybody. You didn't hurt. You didn't threaten anybody. You didn't destroy any public property. You didn't threaten anybody. You didn't trespass. You didn't do anything wrong, to coin a phrase. Uh, And I know that your legal expenses have got to be debilitating because now you find yourself in the crosshairs of the deep state. Uh, And I don't think it's coincidental, uh, Owen, that you have a great platform here. You have a great perch. You've developed a great following. And this is really about shutting you up. Shutting you up. Shutting Alex Jones up. Shutting Infowars down. If it weren't for Infowars today... I would have no opportunity to tell people why I believe Madison Cawthorn is telling the truth about these drug-fueled orgies in our nation's capital. I would have no platform to do that. But because Infowars exists, and because Infowars really is the tip of the spear, and because you are fearless about telling the truth, uh, and you're here every day doing it five days a week, uh, that is why they are so desperate to shut you down. Their whole game of censorship has worked across the board. When you can suppress news of the laptop of Hunter Biden, which contains now verified evidence of both treason and profiteering and corruption by the big guy. And you won't read that any place or hear about it any place during the election season other than Infowars and the New York Post to their credit then we have a real problem in America. The number one problem in this country is censorship of free expression in all mediums, including the internet. And in that war, InfoWars is unique. InfoWars is the beacon of freedom. InfoWars is the beacon of truth. Uh, And I don't care today, frankly, that liberal elites are saying oh roger stone's an expert on drug-fueled orgies yeah i've also redeemed myself in christ i admit to having a checkered past i i was a party animal i was a libertine i don't don't dispute that you have to own your past but i'm very content today in my faith in jesus christ he has delivered me oh and he's going to deliver you i have no question about that i we my family prays for you i write i light a candle for you every sunday
1: Oh, I appreciate Stay strong,
4: that. My Stay strong, my brother. Justice is coming. Believe me.
1: I, I appreciate that. And, you know, everything that you just said is obviously true. And I think that this is why they're going after Madison Cawthorn as well. And they're trying to stop him from ever running again. They're saying, oh, you can't even run again. January six, you can't even run again. They're trying to do the same thing with Marjorie Taylor Greene. I think ultimately Trump is their final target. I mean, that's the level of political corruption that we're dealing with. And just to answer the question, uh, I've paid double the amount in legal fees that Hillary Clinton got fined for starting the fake Russian collusion hoax, just to give you an idea. And you're not finished yet, I'm sure. No, no, because they want to keep me in court forever because that's what it's all about. It's all about they had to they wanted to torture Roger Stone and ultimately to death. And he was able to, to have a final victory, but they're not done with him. And now they're trying to do the same thing. And it's just, you know, the depressing thing, I mean, you're a fighter, I'm a fighter. The depressing thing, Roger, is the human side of us is like, dang, these people on the other side of this, they really are just criminal mafia gangsters. I mean, they're just scum.
4: They, they really are. They know lo- No, there's no law. There is no constitution. They don't care about any of it. If you want to keep up with me, you can go to stonecoldtruth.com, stonecoldtruth.com, God bless
1: you. Roger, we love you. Thanks for joining us. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there goes Roger Stone. Always a fun time to have Roger back on the InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. And it's InfoWarsStore.com and your support there that makes everything we do here possible. So shop at InfoWarsStore.com to keep us on the air. If I
0: had to describe with just one word, the brainwashing, the mind control, the asleep prance that the general public is in, the best word would actually be the people are lost. Just like you're lost to sleep or lost in a bad nightmare or you're in a car wreck and get knocked out and you've lost your bearings because you are totally dizzy and confused. You have a concussion. And that's what the globalists have done. They have stunned us. They have put us into a position of not knowing our bearings. And then Klaus Schwab recently came out and gave a speech He called The Great New Narrative where he brags how the public is lost. How the culture and the media has been driven to make sure the people are all alone so they can now guide humanity over the edge of a cliff. That's what The Great Reset is. They need darkness to thrive. The light lives at InfoWars.com.